Why would I switch out a dark wool penny? One, two, three, let's go. Dope girls, yeah, it's a podcast. Two dope girls, yeah, we speaking all facts. Two dope girls, yeah, we got it, just relax. Two dope girls, hit like, subscribe, back. Two dope girls, and we only never slack. Two dope girls, and we got each other back. Two dope girls, and we coming for the cash. Two, two dope girls, and we all about a bag. Yes. Hey, you guys. Yes. Welcome back to yet another episode of Two, Two Dope, Dope Girls. Girls. Yep. I am Grace. I'm LaDonna. And welcome back. Thank you guys for um, coming back and seeing what we're talking about Everybody this week. Like us. I think a, little, a few people like us. You know, we, we're thankful. We're thankful. Right. Okay. Thank you guys. What's up, y'all? What's up, LaDonna? How was your week? It was busy. But if you ask me what I did, I can't remember. I know I worked. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. I would hope you were. You know, I did. I did. I worked. Um, but other than that, I worked out. It was it was kind of actually minute, but it was busy. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. it. How about you? Well, I had a good week, actually. And you forgot to tell the people a part of your week was we hung out Saturday. What we did? We went to the safe oh, room. Oh, we sure did. We really <laughs> did hang out Saturday. My bad. Um, See, you yeah. forgot all about that. Yeah, we had a really great time. We too. did have a good yeah. time. But yeah. um, other than safe room. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went to a brunch. So I guess I did. You I did. Was, did. So let's go things. back. Go back. <laughs> Re- remember your week. Go back. Let's go back. <laughs> you did have a brunch because I asked I you did. about your brunch. I had one of my friend's birthday was this week and we did we had a brunch um at a really cool place. Happy birthday. Mountain happy belated. Yes. Pass. Yes, happy birthday, Cassandra. Um other than that, yep. <laughs> Until Again, you remember. <laughs> I worked. That's it. Well what about you? <laughs> Um, besides safe room, work per usual, working out per usual, but um, the day before yesterday, I think it was Zeta, Tropical Storm, the remnants of her. Oh, yeah, she acted up. She acted up. She came in and mm-hmm. she cut off our power for like a day and a half. Mm. We were in here like, I'm worrying because I'm like, what are we going to do about the food? Oh, yeah. I was really worried about, about our food. That. Yeah. But we just... Sat here, lit some candles, played some cards, sipped on some wood fur. We had like an unintentional romantic night. That was cute. It was cute. I told him While to take I'm note. While I'm sitting in, in air and light. <laughs> the audacity the of audacity you. The audacity While we over here. But honestly, the um, we really didn't struggle that much only because the temperature did drop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. So it wasn't bad. Like, we weren't in here just struggling because we were hot, but we were really like, where's the electricity? I want to cook. I want to clean up. Like, we went to, we grilled some salmon on the grill, but we couldn't clean up because we didn't have adequate light to clean up. Right. But other than that, um, we went to Food Truck Friday yesterday. I met up with my homegirls, Shay, Ronnie, and Quita. Hey, girls. And um, we went- to um just enjoy like the local food trucks we went to all shucks i love all shucks they have like the corn Mm -hmm. and they're black owned yep i love it Mm -hmm. as soon as i walked up i was like are y'all black owned because i just saw nothing but us and i was like and he said yeah me and my wife and i was like you go Mm -hmm. yeah um i got that i got um 
I think it's called Naughty But Nice. It's a kettle corn, and they're black-owned oh, really? as well. They I are so freaking good. I have some here. If you want some, I'll get you some, girl. But And they're black-owned as well, so... But um, other than that, that was my week. Oh, you had a real good week. I did have. I had I'm an interesting boring week. Compared to what you. No, did. you had a lot going on. You just don't remember. You, you're right. Mm-hmm. I never remember anything. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> so you guys, that was our week, and we are going to go ahead and get to our little game of the week, and it's just um a little rapid fire game that we have, and we're just gonna ask each other a series of questions. <laughs> Just so you guys could get to know us a little more. They're just like random questions we have. So, LaDonna, do you want to go first? Sure, I can go first. So, tell me how you want this game to be played. Okay, this guy, um, this uh, game, this game, guys, mm-hmm. is just us spitting out questions and we're going to ask each other like some random questions. And Are you spitting just, out all five or six of your questions? Uh, we'll see. We'll just, you know, we'll see. Check it and see how it goes. Okay. So, what's your first question? Okay. If you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be? Mm. Does it have to be present or the past? No, whenever. Oh, if I could trade lives for a person. Mm. Hmm. I think I would be. I didn't mean to make that hard, though. I would say Michelle Obama. Mm. I would trade lives for her for one you know, day. I, we, we weren't going to elaborate on these questions. I don't know if I could be Michelle Obama for that. Why? Because there's a lot of expectations. Like, I feel like we have our own expectations. On her off day. I'll be her on her off on day. Her, okay. Yeah. Well, now that makes sense. Not when she can was I, in the wait, White House. Wait, no. But can I have her glam team? Because I'm going to want to keep that on I the feel off like day. she still has her glam, her glam team. Uh, her hair different, so it must be a different. <laughs> must be, oh I know she she had she had presidential White House hair. Now she got um, black and on proud hair. It's too it's different. I'm just relaxing at home. Right, right. I'm just gonna you know go to the park now without you know security. security. We are not gonna we are not gonna talk about our forever first lady like this. Yes, we, we love, love you, girl. We love you. Okay, so that's who I would be. I okay. would be Michelle. Okay, cool. Okay, so what is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? But you know what? Before you even answer that, who would you want to be for one day? Let me ask you that. Mm, that's difficult. Because I don't know. I don't know if I would want to be Beyonce. Like I was going to say Beyonce, but I was like, nah, nah, I don't know. Nah, I don't think I want to be Beyonce. I don't feel like taking care of no kids right now. That's true. <laughs> That's the part. Like, I don't want to take care of kids. I know you have nannies and everything, but I feel like she's really hands-on her children. Mm-hmm. So, no. No no kids. I don't want anyone who has kids. Um, I think because I wanted to be an actor mm-hmm. since forever, I think I would want to be Taraji P. Henson. Okay. Because I feel like she's had so many different roles, mm-hmm. and she's just a... She seems to be just a huge personality, which is she something does. not too far-fetched for me. Okay. So, I think I would fit in in her life. Okay. Not to say that I'm a great actor, because she's an amazing actor. She's an amazing but actress. But I would love to learn a and lot And she just her turned up for her 50th. Turned up. Neil Long just turned she, up. Oh, my God. Did her. you see her? Oh, my God. 
You know I me, mean? if I look like that at 50. I'm hoping to still retain some of this beauty when I'm 50. I know. It's going to be there, girl. It, it doesn't hope. go anywhere. I'm going to keep my diet up. Let's see. We're going to see. Okay, so <laughs> what is one of the strangest things you've ever eaten? Um, Probably like alligator. I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I'm not picky, but I'm a very simple eater. Me too. Yeah. I said alligator as well and like deer meat, but oh, yeah. where I'm from, that's not really strange. No, it's not. So it's whatever. I guess it's not really strange here either. Because it's still the South. Still the South, yeah. yeah. Especially deer meat. I think deer meat here might but be. I've never had deer meat. Really? I, it's my good, mom though. made, um, what What are those little... Is it bouillon? Be, uh, no, girl. Um, <laughs> I was, like, I was you, about you to going say way pig, too far. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I was about to say something like pig figure pig or something like that, but it wasn't... But it was something, neck bones or something okay. like that. Uh -huh. And she never cooked those things when we were growing up. Okay. Um, but she's like a really great cooker. Like, she is an amazing cook. Okay. But um, she just never, like, incorporated those, like... Different meats and stuff? No, those, those down-home, southern type of... Like we would have peas, but we didn't have to have neck bones all in the piece. Like oh, she'd use like a okay, or, you know, same here. Yeah. Like you don't put the turkey necks in like the the the, the green beans. beans. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, so um, when she did make them a couple of weeks ago, I said, "Mama, what is this?" She, and she told me. So of course, I told y'all I forget. And then I tasted. I said, "Man, that monkey is a." <laughs> she was like, "What?" Monkey ears, so no, no, but alligators probably same here, yeah. same here. Alligator. <laughs> Monkey ears, Madonna. <laughs> You're so silly. Okay, next question, Madonna. Okay, what's your favorite R and B song? Ooh. Oh, okay. So I have seasonal songs. Okay. Somewhat, but Christmas time is always going to be every year, every Christmas by Luther Vandross. It's big a Luther, little big Luther. Luther. Who you got? Big Luther or I got both Luther. of them. I love Luther anyway, but I love that song. Even yeah. though it's a sad song mm -hmm. because he's like waiting for his lover. It's just it's so emotional yeah, for me. Wait, let me <laughs> but I love Luther. I do too. Yeah. But my favorite R and B song. That's a hard one. Mm -hmm. I have so many. So many. If I could think of one right now in this moment, damn, I can't even do that. Mm -hmm. I would say her, any her song right now. I love her. Focus on me. Come on now. That is like our anthem when we want our men it's to pay like, attention to us. How did she know? How and she's she so know? young. She, she is very young. I think she's just beautiful. 21. She's so beautiful. Yes. So young and so intelligent. I've seen her twice in concert. I've really? seen her here for the first time. My homegirl, India, she um, invited me to go see her when she was um, performing at UAB. Oh, like she was here? here. She was here. This oh, was wow. a few years ago. And then um, a few years back, I went to Afropunk with my mm -hmm. other homegirl, Ardell. And we saw her there. When I tell you her in her in person concerts, I bet that's stupid. Her voice is so amazing. She sounds exactly like the record. I love her. I love you, her. I love you, her. Yeah. I, so I any mean, her song would be my favorite R and B song right now. Right. I um I love her. Mm -hmm. I do. Um, but 
like best part is probably one of my apps. Like if it comes with Daniel on, Caesar, yes. Mm -hmm. If it comes on, like I, I would. If I'm especially in that moment, you're gonna cry. I'm like I'm gonna cry thinking about. <laughs> You know, that love of my life, I right? Know. I know. It's so sweet. If I ever was to have a big wedding or was getting married now, like, that probably would be the song. That but I she did. sings, like, for the whole gamut. Like, she'll sing about heartbreak. Mm -hmm. She'll sing about, like, just real-life stuff and just sweet romantic stuff. I love it. Yes, I love it. Okay, my next question. What is one thing you've always wanted to do? Just one thing. Doesn't matter what. I always wanted to do. I always wanted to be a professional dancer. Really? Mm -hmm. Now, which one? I'm going to leave that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> On the pole? No, I would not. No, I, would. I, I wanted to always be a professional dancer. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, Drea Kelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she is a phenomenal she dancer. She is a phenomenal. Or Boom Boom Cat Lady. Mm-hmm. What's her name? I, um, now you said boo boom cat. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> boom boom cat lady. Um, dang, I can't think of her name right now. But she she uh, did that show that. The, what did it? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. can't think of her name. But yes, yes. Okay. Like dancing behind Beyonce. Yeah, or, like know. a professional, and so you could be a professional choreographer. Yep. Do you yep. have professional training as a dancer, or I'm have you danced not, before? I have danced before, but okay. I'm not like I didn't take like ballet or. Okay. You just uh, have the skill. Yeah, I just I dance for certain groups and stuff growing okay. up. But now I teach um, um, dance at church. Do you? Yeah, in different churches. That's and, good. Yeah, That's sweet. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. If I could do anything, I would go to space. Uh, you know what? Parker just said, we were driving, <laughs> and she said... Mommy, you know, I know why um, the moon, like everybody sees, sees the moon and it looks so cool. I said, well, mm -hmm. why, Parker? And then she said, because it just moves really quickly so from place to place. I said, no, sweetheart, that's not it. I said, the moon is extremely large. Mm -hmm. It's big enough that I can see it here. And then I started naming people that were in different states. Mm -hmm. And then she said, really? I said, yes. And it's so big that when we look up, it looks very close. Have you taken her to the McWayne's? She's been to the McWayne's. Okay. But we haven't been in maybe like a year and a half since I had Paisley. Okay. Mm -mm. That would be good. Yeah, she loves it. Uh oh, girl, let's see. What TV sitcom family would you be a member of? I want to hear this. Because mm. I already. Oh, I really would be a Huxtable. I know. I would be Which a Huxtable. Which one? Mm, I would be Denise. Really? Mm -hmm. I can see that. I could be Denise. I can see that. But I would definitely want to be a Huxtable yeah. because the parents were cool. They were understanding. They were stern. My, they like my parents. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was stern. It was like a loving atmosphere. You had different dynamics of the family. And even though they were like doctor and lawyer, mm -hmm. they were so down to earth and like so real. And it they just represented what I feel like a black family should represent. Just like the love and the unity and just the the connectedness. I loved it. Right. So I would be a part of the Huxtables. Yes. What would you be a part of? Um I think I would be a part of Different World. Okay. And I'm probably Whitley all day. So you day. would you would be so you would be a part of that college family, yes. not just like the Fresh Prince or no, oh, okay, no, mm -hmm. a different like a different. Okay, so 
a different world really shaped my concepts on college. Really? And it's so funny because I didn't go to a HBCU, mm-hmm. but that's the first thing that I saw that made me think about higher learning outside of, you know, secondary, mm-hmm. high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I loved a different world. Okay. Yeah, it, I mean, it gave me everything. It's probably the reason that I am <laughs> okay now. Okay. Kiwi. <laughs> You Here know, I, I remember the episodes when they were like in the frog, the frog uh, sweater. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, mean, mm-hmm. like it's just it, it shaped everything I thought of. About uh, HBCU? Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. I used to work at HBCU. I used to work at Dillard University. And that was my first experience of just being involved in an HBCU and that life and that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That was my first probate I've ever went to was yeah. at Dillard University. Mm-hmm. And when I experienced that, I was like, oh, this is... This is it. That's it. Yeah. That's what's up. I, I love it. I would have had more experiences um, Me too. with HBCUs, mm-hmm. and I think that would have... I, but I played basketball, of course, so I went where the money was. Right. You had to go where it but was But then free. once I decided to quit basketball, mm-hmm. I went to University of Alabama, which I never in my life wanted or desired to go. Really? Yeah. I really wanted to go to A&M. Shout out to the Bulldogs. I'm always <laughs> an AM fan. But um, I really wanted to go to AM and I should have. But they didn't have nursing at the time. Mm. That's the only reason I didn't. But I didn't even become a nurse, so I feel even worse now. <laughs> That's okay, girl. Yeah, yeah. You where you're supposed to be. That's it. Met who I was supposed to meet. There you go. And uh, maybe one of my girls will go to HBCU. There you go. Yep. All right, so I have one more. Okay. What? The sexiest thing about a man to you. Girl, listen. This is... <laughs> you know what? We're going to stop this damn game. Hold on one second. Okay. So, do you want to give them a background of us? Our relationship? Well, we don't know each other, y'all. Yeah, we did. We know now. We we're, yes. we were acquainted. Yes, we were acquainted. That was... It was the... Oh, hey. Hey, girl. How are you? I didn't even think it was a how are you. It was just like a... You know, and you keep going. And then, okay, so we worked together. That's how we met. Mm -hmm. And then she became the person that taught me my job. Mm -hmm. And I still have the job, so she did good. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. (laughs) So, okay, then we would develop a friendship thereafter. Mind Mm -hmm. you, I've only been at this job for three years. So that means we've known each other, maybe a year and a half. But we've been in talking terms maybe like... It hadn't even been a year. Either. I was about to say almost a year. Yeah, almost. But a year. and if you know me, you know that I don't make friends. And if you know me, I was like, <laughs> she gonna be my friend. <laughs> she's, she's and we laugh about that all the yes, time. But do. you I, said that to I say brought that up because your question was say it one more time. <laughs> What's the sexiest thing about a man to you? My question was, <laughs> what is the first thing you notice about the opposite sex? We have been having these little run-ins. We do since. have the same yes, connection. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. We, it's crazy, y'all. We'll, like, we had a photo <laughs> shoot, and I sent her my outfit. She was like, oh, my God, I, I had the same, same concept. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's crazy, yeah. Anyways, anyways, yes. First thing I noticed about a man. And I'll answer your question. Okay. Mm-hmm. First thing I, need, I noticed about a man Dang, that's hard because I look the at sexiest his teeth. Thing. I look at his teeth. I mm-hmm. like his smile. Like his his smile is it would win me over. It, because yeah. I love I love to smile. I love to laugh. Me I'm too. super goofy. So to to me, a man that smiles means that he can 
continuously make me smile or laugh, which can turn me on down there. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. I love a man who can make me laugh mm -hmm. and smile. That's like the sexiest thing. But I did say vulnerability mm -hmm. is very sexy on a man. It is. Because I think if you allow yourself to be vulnerable, that opens up for so many other things. I'm telling you. I'm t men just, it sounds really crazy saying it like this. And I almost hate to say it, but um, when you, when a man can penetrate a woman's soul, he don't know what type of things that she can do for him. That's almost better than penetrating the body. Body. Like, you will have that woman in a place where you can go kick rocks and, uh, at a house and break all the windows. <laughs> and she going to be passing you the rocks. Like Here, baby. Here. Want another one? Right. She don't even know why you breaking windows. She don't windows. even know why. Why we doing this? But my, my, <laughs> the love of my life. You know, my rib, because I'm his rib. <laughs> but he wouldn't have you breaking windows. He wouldn't, hopefully. Okay, so what did Wendy Williams say about Sasha and her TikTok? She basically was saying that she she should she, it was okay that she did it, but she shouldn't mm -hmm. have put it up. If she was going to do it, she shouldn't have put it up. Like she's What's the point of doing a TikTok and dancing if you're not gonna put it she's up? She's disgracing the Obama family legacy by doing what a nineteen 18-year-old does. Hell, Have it's, fun. it's what, a 24, 30, is she, 30. Is she really in the position to tell somebody what kind of, whatever? But, no, um, no, because no, allegedly, <laughs> I ain't going to put drugs on this lady, but allegedly, <laughs> she was a drug addict. Allegedly. Girl. She was a, let me be quiet. But, I mean, she's in the, the business of gossip. Right. But at this point, like, this like, girl is having fun. Why are you going to put down a 19-year-old? But what was she doing? What was she doing? Who? Like, was Sasha? she? Did she have like guns? No, blazing? but she she said did nigga. She, she said I she think black. She, it, sis is black. Y'all did y'all forget that? I well, who had the problem with her saying the n word? Everybody. It was memes going like um, she is. She's taking black girls back. Is this really what the future of our black women are are going to be? Why would she put that up and she is supposed to be a role model? The girl is 19 years old. Okay. So all these people, let's see what kind of role model you were at 19. Right. But then you got to think But that's not this the girl, role that she wants. She wants to be a teenager. She. That's what I was just about to say. She literally sacrificed eight years of her childhood where she wasn't able to just pick up and go when she wanted right. to. She was always surrounded by secret service. Mm -hmm. Like she had no real privacy no chances to make a normal or make normal adolescent mistakes. Like, you right. had to give the girl a chance to actually live life. Mm -hmm. And that's all she's doing. Like, let her live. You guys, go kick rocks. Go talk to your daughters about not well, having throat babies. Like, <laughs> let her live, Wait, period. Throat, throat, baby? throat babies. You heard me. <laughs> he ain't saying go baby. He's saying throat babies. <laughs> Like, that is the first time I've ever heard that. Okay. Girl, yes. Like, <laughs> let her be a child. Leave her alone. Leave like, her alone. Just with let her be. Y'all kids that probably had two abortions by now. Like, stop judging <laughs> folks' kids. And let them live. 
Goodness. The memes were amazing though. Like the ones that were like the, the Michelle Obama when she was dancing <laughs> right. in the back. Seeing Sasha Obama dancing to City Girls and yes, Michelle Obama like, just. Eh. Yeah, get it, girl. Get it, girl. And then it was the one with Michael B. Jordan in the braids. And he was like holding himself. Looking like, like somebody baby. auntie. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. I love my people. Like, we're super creative. Do not try to put us in a box, especially Please. as young black women. Like, let Please. us be whoever we want to be as individuals, mm -hmm. as women. She was not doing anything wrong. Mm -mm. Let her be. Let her be. She's going to continue to be a staple for uh, for her generation, a legacy for yes. all black women to come. So, you guys, shut the f up. God. Forever. Okay. Yes. Okay. We'll go. get off of that. Yeah. Okay. So... You guys, cold and flu season is coming up. Mm -hmm. So as far as cold and flu season goes, we know a lot of people get sick. Mm -hmm. And we don't know if that sickness is COVID related or not. Right. So what I want to tell you guys is COVID numbers are coming. They are increasing during a cold month. Rapidly. Yeah, yeah. Rapidly. So we already... Um, We've been quarantined. We've mm -hmm. been trying to stay away from our loved ones, especially our older mm -hmm. loved ones mm -hmm. who are in nursing home facilities. Yep. And I don't know if you saw, <clears throat> there was a report about um, how COVID is not the only thing that is um, killing the people in the old folks home. They would be very, uh, that's, that's the truth. That's facts. It's. The loneliness is also killing them. Mm -hmm. The fact that they don't have their family members coming to see them mm -hmm. is killing them. And I I saw an article where it said that um, it contributed to the decline in their health. People send their, their family members to the nursing home because they... Um, they have declining health, and mm -hmm. they can't take care of them. So mm -hmm. they need somebody to watch over them 24 hours a day. So, I mean, but nursing homes provide activities for them to do. Mm -hmm. They provide, like, exercise, mm -hmm. um, cooking classes, mm -hmm. beauty salons, whatever. So now these people, they don't even have that interaction every day. They can't even have group exercise because they don't want to be in risk of putting other people in jeopardy. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's it's crazy that um, we were talking about nursing homes. I know a couple of people that have like um, really close dealings with nursing homes. So mm -hmm. one of my friends, um, he goes and see his mom in the nursing home. He's the only child, but mm. he would go like four or five times a week and just sit and spend time with her. And I thought that was so dope. That's because, so sweet. you know... They, they they look for that interaction. They need that interaction. That's what they to look for. Survive. To. Mm -hmm. Just like we need interaction to survive. You know, um, I have a best friend that's a nursing home administrator. Mm -hmm. And um, so shout out to Jessica. Hey Jessica. Hey Jessica. <laughs> but yeah, she's a nursing home administrator and her staff um, and her, they have to deal with not only the changes that COVID brought along, mm -hmm. but these, like you said, the mental part of it. These, some of them, she said some of them are already loners. So nothing changed for them. Right. But you have some people that were getting these visits Almost every All the day, time. you know, and they they wanted that cognitive stimulation. They yes. need that cognitive stimulation. I mm -hmm. mean, they're older people, so they're already on the decline. They are. So that stuff helps them and keeps them like up and motivated and just. Mm -hmm. 
I guess having that spunk about them, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people don't understand that not only is it a change for the residents, but it's a change for the staff at the mm-hmm. nursing homes. Mm-hmm. You know, you have they have to get tested two to three times a week. Maybe more, some some uh, facilities are maybe more, mm-hmm. just to keep the senior citizens safe, just to keep from not compromising the health of the of the residents themselves and their families. Right. So it's it's a lot that goes in. I, I could only imagine that being and working in a nursing home can take a lot. I know from her it's aspect. It's taking a toll on the staff, like you said. Yes. It's taking a toll on the residents because they're not able to have their regular visits. Right. So, like you said, it's taking a toll on everybody. And I, like my father, he usually goes to um, the nursing home like twice a week. Mm-hmm. And he will have Bible study. Mm-hmm. And um, he will pray with them. So, mm. I know. That's so cool. That's so and I've, I've gone with him once. Mm-hmm. And I saw how... The few people that did come to the Bible study really was looking forward to that interaction with him. Mm-hmm. And not only did he do the, the Bible study, you have some, some residents that are immobile. So he will go to right. their room and sit and pray with them and give them some interaction as well. Right. So it's not just the family interaction that they're missing. They're missing the interaction that would just normally come in. So I had a conversation with my friend and she was just giving me some aspects that are going on right now, especially with her, um, with her facility. facility. Mm -hmm. So they were always, they, they never stopped doing outside visits. Um, so they were really? always so yes, they had still had people coming in, not coming in. They would be able to come to their window. Okay, and that's they would yes, that's mm-hmm. something. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like they were cut out, cut off of life. Like they right. never saw anybody. They also were able to to do Zoom. They were able to do Facebook Live. Okay, and um, she said they would. She said she has an amazing activity director, and they would do certain activities. It just wasn't as a group or in close proximity mm-hmm. of each other. Like they would still have somebody to come and do some entertaining for them. They just go to the balcony, their balconies, and they'll yeah. be able to see that person. They had, um, she said they, right now, they, they putting them back in, you know, the same place. Or in the group aspect? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The group so atmosphere. They, okay. they're having little things because right now, if they had nobody coming in and if everybody was testing everything, everything is still good, then mm-hmm. then they're good, right? Well, you know what makes me sad is when I think about it, they're in the later years of their life. Mm-hmm. This is probably the end of the road. Right. And it makes me sad because they don't have the family that they really should have yeah. around them and surrounding them. During the last moments and during the last times of their life. And that's what I love about what she said. She said one one thing that the activity director uh, proposed Mm -hmm. was parades. So they would go out for, they had like a Mother's Day parade, Father's Mm -hmm. Day parade. And everybody got to go out and see that their family would come by. That is so sweet. It just wasn't that Mm. physical touch, but they were able to still have something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it kind of made life worth living. Because I can only imagine if if we don't have any interaction in six, seven months mm-hmm. with our loved ones, like what state of mind? Just would imagine we be you couldn't have your babies hug you and hold you. What state of mind would we be in? Like what motivation would I have to continue living on? Because that a- mental deterioration causes physical deterioration. Yeah. And, it, and at an old age, you can't, you can't 
I mean, that's not something that you want to happen to you. Like, you just deteriorate and you have no family around right, you. Right. So. It was something else she said. I know you said when you brought, first brought up the article, mm -hmm. you said that right now it's flu season. Mm -hmm. And that's something that she brought up. She said that they were able to have outside visits, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But she said now she don't allow outside visits because she don't want them to go outside and get sick because of the change of the weather. Right. And then come back in, and now we have to test you. We have to quarantine everybody down because now you have symptoms, quote unquote, symptoms of COVID. And you might not even and have. And you might it. not even have COVID. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to narrow down some of those stipulations that will cut down everything. Right. You know, and I think that's awesome. Like that's why you have great administrators yes. to make sure that our loved ones are in the safest place possible and they're having the quality of life that they deserve. So thank you guys who are on the front line. Yep. I, we salute you. We don't know what it is to be on the front line and be an essential worker, whether you're a nurse, you're a doctor, you're an administrator, whoever you are. Mm -hmm. And you're out there and you're putting yourself and your family at risk for us. We thank you. We love you. Yep. We appreciate you. And for everyone else, wear a mask. Wear so a you mask. can at least show your appreciation to our frontline workers. Wear your Absolutely. mask. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Girl. What? I want to <laughs> be down. Hey. With what you going to do. I want to be down. Yes. What you think about that BET That's cipher. cipher. I loved it. Everything about it. It was all of my favorites in one. We just talked about her. Yep. Love her. Tiana Taylor. Yep. Oh, she make me so sick in the best way. In the best way. She's love her and hate her at the same time. Love it ain't I don't wanna say hate. I, I hate just, her. Because I you just snap back in two. We talk about copy days. to paste the body. Just yep. copy and paste that body. You just had yep. a baby. Yep. It is not fair. I'm still trying to get rid of my baby where it's been 19 years almost. She's so good. Shit, you just had a baby the other day. And you back looking like that. <laughs> Goodness. But anyway, I love Tiana. I mm -hmm. love her. Mm -hmm. I love Erica. Brandy, classic. Love the joint. It's just, when you hear that beat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Take you back to childhood when it things does. were simple. It, yep. The, the good old days. The good old days. You had no bills. Not, no bills. You had no problems. No problems. Whatever. But yeah. this BET Awards performance was so dope. I loved it. it. I didn't it see the whole BET Awards, but I did see that mm -hmm. clip. Mm -hmm. I looked at it over and over. I really wanted to put it on one of my playlists. Only thing that, that it didn't trump for me. What? It didn't trump the cypher. Is, what is his name? Is it Toby? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I can't. I can't say his whole. The guy name, with so the gold prints who got the whole little. Yeah, and yeah. his wife, him and his, his wife. wife. Yeah, y'all, they are the dopest they so couple dope. ever. I absolutely love everything about them. Everything about their music. Let is me see so what creative. his name is. I know. I was just about to pull it up there in my. Um, but he, I love Apple. him. I love his wife. Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're so dope. Their music is dope. But that whole performance was so cool. I like the little white boy who sings with them too. Love love him. His yeah. voice is amazing. He, so, I don't so know why he um he reminds me of John B. Yeah, it's Toby. It is Toby. It's Toby. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. But he reminds me of John B. For some reason, maybe because he's white and he's so far. I don't know. I yeah. guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John B. Was definitely had a little bit more swag. Yeah, but that um. 
That performance, that was that was awesome. It I was it was wonderful. I mean, it's to me, it was like you you know Tiana Taylor can speak because right. that's what she does. She sings and raps. You know, her is a true lyricist. She puts you in the mind of a uh, rhapsody. Her soul. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that didn't shock me. Mm-hmm. You know, Brandy kind of shocked me. You know, I don't know the who wrote rap the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was cute. I though. think she wrote I it because she was talking it was about her of, daughter yeah, and like being. Yeah. Comfortable in your black skin. I, I, I mean, love that. I, think I loved it. Was, it. it was great. It was a great look for her. Mm-hmm. So great job on that. But um, we, we're going to get to Miss Erica. This lady said, my ass too big. <laughs> my waist too small. My face too cute. My game too strong. Your man too close. He on my phone. About these bills. Put your mama on the phone. He ain't never coming home. I love Listen, her. Listen. That shit was so fire. I love Erica. Like, I could see how she was putting whatever in the jar and selling it. And it was sold. (laughs) Her her pussy scent. She is crazy. I love her. I do. I love all her craziness. Like, it's... Black women everywhere are so dope, man, because we're so creative. We're so strong and independent. We are so multifaceted. Yes. It's like what they say, have a baby and get back to work. All right, you guys, and we are going to go ahead and move on to the next hot topic. What's the next one, girl? Girl, okay, so we have a couple that I guess had a little date night and tried to have a date night at Umi Restaurant in Atlanta, Georgia. And there was an incident there where the, um, the I guess, a manager or a staff worker kicked the man out denied him any service because of his clothing or his shoes. I think it was one athletic. of the um, managers, the, the hostess, hostess mm-hmm. or whoever mm-hmm. said that they couldn't go in because of his. He had some. Yeah, he had some Nike shoes on, and he looked some over Air Force and One, and there was a lady with Adidas, a white, white lady. lady. At the bar, but she was good though. But he wasn't. He was going to have to tell his wife, in front of his wife, that we can no longer eat here because I'm sure that she wanted to eat there. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. We can no longer eat here, sweetie, because I'm being um, okay. I'm being profiled because of my my clothing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so um, not only that, that was the that was the incident. But then this couple spoke out about T.I. not reaching out to them first, but speaking to the Umi restaurant owner due to him having connections with other hip hop and and the urban community, um, as well as other African-American leaders in Atlanta, Georgia. Like the owner? The owner. Okay. Little white guy with a little, you know, he had a little. He was an Asian guy. Oh, was he Asian? Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. But he had a little length, though. He had a little Did body. Damn, damn. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I guess I feel like the the African-American community has felt like when our um, celebrities Mm -hmm. come try to try to use their platform Mm -hmm. to um, to. Okay. Bring awareness. Hold on. To bring awareness to the situation, mm-hmm. it seems to be fake because you think so? No, this. I think this okay. is what some of the mindsets okay. that that people are having because okay. it, it's just like I'm gonna I'm take it back to when they do something in our black community, a celebrity do something bad and they get in trouble with the law. Mm-hmm. That's why the law comes down on them so bad because they feel like they're, it almost feels like they feel like they're above people mm-hmm. because of their status. 
So if mm-hmm. I get in jail or if I get in front of the courts and the judge is like, I'm not having pity on you just because your name Jay-Z or just because your name Moneybag Yo, you're going to get the same treatment that old Joe Blow over here would have gotten mm-hmm. if he was sitting here. And that's why it's, it's almost like that. We feel like the interaction is fake. Like, why would T.I totally omit meeting with this black couple that basically got ostracized. So from... you think T.I. is supposed to meet with them? Okay, this is just this is just my thought process. Okay. Or not necessarily my thought. This was what he thought. Okay. The couple, the man and the wife. They came on live mm-hmm. and they had an issue with T.I. having a meeting with the right. only so restaurant owner. What do you think? Like, do you think it's T.I.'s problem to talk to the guy first or should he talk to the restaurant owner first? Okay, so I, I understand both sides. Okay. T.I. said that he really never saw what actually happened. A girl that he messed with, mm-hmm. meaning like, not mess with like that, y'all, yeah. but a girl that's he that he he's really he's cool, cool with, with and mm-hmm. he supports her. I guess he calls her EJ. Um, She made a statement on it or put something on social media and he was like, Oh what she it word let's go he right. said we got Houston's out who next but you know what I think he's smart enough to know and do his research I'm sure he's seen the video I mean after that it's not like he initially was on social media saw the video and was like hey let's go yeah he saw that she said something and then I'm sure next okay. was he saw the video but. I feel if I was the person, the celebrity mm-hmm. with the status and the platform, mm-hmm. of course, I'm going to go to this couple and make sure they are, they're okay because they were embarrassed. Okay. They were embarrassed. And that's just like, to me, you put up, we at war, right, Grace? Mm-hmm. You got your people on the front line, okay. the black people, your people on the front line, right? Mm-hmm. They got to be the strongest. They got to be able to endure whatever. And what? guess what? They're going to be the ones that get shot first. Okay. So- that's just like not giving us the respects and the honors for being on that front line of war. Well, I feel differently. I'm going to tell you why, because I feel like... Yes, T.I. is going out. He is using his voice and his platform the best way he knows how Mm -hmm. to enact change on his end. Because you and I, if we had that issue at UMI or Mm -hmm. if it was at Houston's, we can complain to the highest power. We could go to corporate and they would not listen to us. Mm -hmm. T.I. go to... He can go to the restaurant itself and he's going to get heard. But for him to reach out to the couple initially... That's not what he's trying to do. He's not trying to coddle and soothe them of their pain. He's trying to say, okay, let me get to the head of the source first. He can't go to every single body, who, I mean, every single person who has an issue with a restaurant. What he's going to do, he's going to go to the restaurant and say, stop having issues with all of my people. Yes, that was one incident. I'm sure there were many more after this guy. T.I. didn't know about them. He can't go to every single person. So that's why I feel like he should not be responsible for their feelings about him not reaching out. Let me let me put it like this. Mm-hmm. This man, this scum of the earth, sat on George Floyd's neck for over eight minutes, mm-hmm. killed an innocent man that screamed for his mama, uh-huh. right? What if the activists and all of the black leaders that we look to come on the front line to speak for us never even went to George Floyd's family. 
They were there with George Floyd. You see what I'm saying? It's the yeah, same I thing. Get it's the same. That's thing. a more egregious like, act. The George Floyd thing. I'm, I'm That's just more saying, egregious. It's, it's, even if you take out the egregious part of the bad part of it, right, mm -hmm. and 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 put it into perspective, what if they would have omitted? going to his family and mm -hmm. went straight to the news, went straight to protest and went straight to, you know, bringing off. Right. They I totally get what you're saying with that. His family. That's just like totally omitting. It was happened to this. Happened I, to this I get that. But my first reaction is not going to go to the couple. I'm okay. going to go to the head first. What happened? I'm going to talk to the couple. Yes. If mm -hmm. I see if his homegirl mm -hmm. knows the situation, I'm yeah. sure she briefed him. Right. So, yes, I, I'll get to y'all later. But my thing is, I want to, if I know I can make an influence or make a, a this, or make a connection mm -hmm. to get the owner to listen to me, hey, stop discriminating <clears throat> against my people. You got this white lady sitting at the bar with some Adidas on, but you want to deny somebody to look like me. We put money into your restaurants, too. It's not just white people. And mm -hmm. I get that part. Yeah, reach out to them. But I feel like it's not really... He he can't do he can't do it every single time. Like we can't re reach out to every single person every single time something happens to us in a negative fashion. I mean I hate to say that, but mm -hmm. I I just feel like that's the truth. Like we have to have someone who speaks for the masses of the mm -hmm. little people, like the little instances, because we know about George Floyd, but we don't know about the other the other men and women right. who've had that same incident happen to them, but their families don't have a voice, and right. they've not had anybody reach out to them, or maybe they have. We mm -hmm. don't know. So right. that's the part I'm saying. Well, he had some people to reach out to him. Mm -hmm. But he what did. his what his problem was is the people that he idolized and the, the person that he's looked up to all his life being from Atlanta, mm -hmm. being a black man in Atlanta, a black urban man in Atlanta, never even came to him to make sure his brother was good. Yeah. That's what he's saying. I get that part. That's it. Just reach out. Just reach out. That's yeah. it. And we appreciate you being, you know, you getting on your platform and making it a positive, yes. change, trying to make positive changes. Just like we appreciate Ice Cube, getting on your platform, trying to make positive changes, even if they are not right totally, we appreciate you. Right. Yep. That's Absolutely. it. But we're going to... You want to talk about this old... What, what, what do we always have to talk about an old big stupid ass, dumb ass, whack ass, fucked up ass man? Girl, we, <laughs> I promise y'all, we, we do not like calling out our black men as dogs or trash. But yeah, but when can, you need to get called here out, here is another one. We will call you out. Martell. Okay. Stupid ass Martell ass hope. Yeah, yeah, a little whack ass nigga. <laughs> Okay, so what was he even on? Why are we even talking about oh, him? Oh, yeah. So he Shit. was on Dr. Heavenly, um, her YouTube channel. That's uh -huh. where I saw it. Okay. And, and I saw it from you. Yes. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. and he was talking about Melanie and how she cheated first and like trying to put all the blame on her. Like, you are trash, dude. You're trash. Like, he said, um, he said that at the beginning of the show, she wanted to expose him, but not expose her of her infidelities. Mm -hmm. So my thing was, did did Mel get pregnant by another man? He no, insinuated no. that. He tried to insinuate that, but there was he clearly he had an abortion. He was well. He was saying the other girl. The other girl had abortion. But he said Melanie because he he said why would she want to keep a baby if it's mine. 
Well, she why would she want to get rid of a baby if it's mine? But mm -hmm. all of a sudden, now we have this baby and she kept it. So he was trying to insinuate she mm -hmm. well, She yeah. had every right if she did. But anyways, we don't have a whole full baby to... Um, he allegedly have another baby on the uh, way. Allegedly, and I, I this can't young stand, lady. I can't stand the fact that he always has to try to throw off the the conversation by another question. Because what man wants to be like, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I got may have another baby on okay, the way. So yeah, we just not me. gonna see it. We just not gonna see it. You already well, telling you know us they want us to be oblivious up. to everything that they do wrong. Girl, so. he is. He's a whole like boy dog. My but, friend calls him a boy. <laughs> It really makes me upset because he he's like, oh, well, she didn't do this. And if your man has needs, he was so adamant about saying, if your man has needs, if your man has needs, if your man has needs, you better take care of your man's needs. Girl. We get that. But at the same time, what is your what are you as the man doing to take care of your wife's needs? And why is she not? Taking care of your needs because if you're doing what you're supposed to do, if you if you're not a smoker, I don't I don't go out, <laughs> I don't hang out. Clearly, you do, sir. You was cheating. I, I I take care of my children. I don't drink. She said he Dude, said he's please. not a cheater, and she was like, "You are a cheater." He you was are. like, "No, I had one indiscretion." Nick, you uh, mess with this man. I mean, you mess with this lady for five, five years. years. Like you had a relationship. With you had her. a whole relationship, and gave her multiple babies. This just the one she's gonna allegedly keep. Have. Yeah, mm. I don't know. He trash. <laughs> but how, you're not a cheater, but you've been cheating for five straight right. years. Right. But one thing I did. That did kind of throw me off. And this is, he's like one of them kids that he brings the ball to the playground. But if you don't want to play with him, he going to take his ball mm -hmm. and go back home. Mm -hmm. Because he said that he wished all of this never happened. He was like, he wished it was all a dream that they they didn't do the reality show, reality TV show because he felt like it, it kind of hindered their relationship. I would never in a million years, I don't care what my husband has done, what indiscretion he's done, I am not going to put his business out there. I'm not going to put my business out there. I'm not just going to start spilling the beans mm -hmm. on everything that he has ever done in our relationship, good, bad, indifferent. Like, mm -hmm. he is just out there as a man. That looks so dumb to me that you're out there spilling like your wife's fan. information. Uh, bitch ass nigga. Right. He, you're spilling your wife's information. You're spilling your information. Mm -hmm. You're making yourself look like a dumb asshole. Mm -hmm. You're making her look like an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you doing that? Why? That's still the, that's still the mother of your children. That's the mother of your your four children. Mm -hmm. I would never do. Nigga. I would never do yeah, that to my husband. <sighs> he makes, makes me okay. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> look, we just talk about. He just makes yeah, me sick. yeah. But but he he it's people like him that brought us to the topic. Mm. Of what turns men off? Because he he claims he claims that Melanie didn't do this. Didn't girl? Melanie didn't do that. He had a whole list. He, he and let me tell you something: the people that follow us on social media, them niggas had a list too. They had a lot. We to had say. to consolidate. <laughs> they really did have a lot to I say mean, about this. The, and they would they would be like, "So you want more? Really? Okay, so you guys, <laughs> if you." hadn't discerned the topic is the things that turn men off from us women mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. low ambition was yep. one of the things that yep. turned men off yep meaning i guess i feel like that means if 
she doesn't have ambition, if she doesn't have things that she desires to have goals and mm. dreams and aspirations, then what kind of woman is she? How are you going to motivate me? How are you going to push me? Mm-hmm. So we're just going to be broke at the house and we're going to be content because <laughs> we love each other. Like We I know we that. need to work out, but both our ass sitting on the sofa. Yep, and I'm going to just let you sit and you're going to let me sit and we're just going to be on... 1,500 pound life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not 515. <laughs> Somebody got to say, you know, baby, let's go ahead and mm-hmm. um, work out. Let me tell you a story about that. When I first moved here, because uh-huh. we already talked about when I was first moved here, I was all depressed and whatnot. <laughs> but I was like at my heaviest weight for me, okay. which was 140. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. And Scoot was at his heaviest weight. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, um... Instead of saying, you know what, we both fat. <laughs> we both getting chubby around here. He was like, well, you know, let's start going to the gym. And I was like, mm, okay, let's go to the gym. So once he started putting that seed in me, mm-hmm. when I would see like him, like I was like, well, okay, let's go to the gym because we need to go to the gym. So I get that little ambition. Yeah, I do too. You do want someone that'll push you. You do. And I don't want nobody around here lazy. Right. Right. So we get you, man. Little yeah. ambition. Okay. That's a I good like one. that one. N- the next one, clingy. <laughs> that can be a little indifferent, I think. That's a little gray area. Because yeah. I'm a little clingy. I can be, but I'm also a Gemini. So I can be clingy on Mondays and Wednesdays and Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't have to see you. And see, I'm a Sagittarius, and normally we're not clingy people, but I say I'm a stage three clinger. Out of I five so. stages, I think I'm a stage three. It, de- it depends on how I feel. Like, yes. if I'm like, oh my God, crazy in love with you mm-hmm. on that Monday and that Wednesday, I wish you would move. Yes. But it yeah. depends on the time of month, too. True. We are women. Yeah. We Hormonal. And another thing they said was needs attention from the outside. Let mm, me tell you something. That's a gray if you area, gave too. gave her attention in the inside, she won't need she it from won't the outside. Need attention from the outside. That's just like we were talking earlier. What we said, the holiest of holy women. <laughs> and, and then the, the holiest <laughs> of holiest women. You could be on either spectrum, but right. if you are not giving that woman what mm-hmm. she needs, she's going to need it. She's going to want to see it. She is going to want to seek it from the outside and let me tell you something when that nigga is giving her everything that she is missing it's gonna be real difficult not to be clingy to mm-hmm. him. i'm just putting you on man yeah. so a little cling ain't bad yeah a little needy. now we don't we don't want them to be desperate or needy now no right? a, a little like i need you to come over here to right. help me fix something because that's what you do right but like I need you to call me morning, noon, and night. No, we're not doing that. Right. Women right. don't do that. Like, yeah. don't expect that of the men because I think that's too much. I think it drives them away. That's definitely a turn off to be desperate or needy. Right. Um, sometimes I feel like men can push it though. But if you if you want him, say, Hey, I, I do wanna at least speak to you. Like, or if you're not if we're not gonna talk, at least text me. <sighs> that's rough. <laughs> that's rough for you. You like to talk? No, I I'm saying that would be rough for me. Really, to not yeah. like communicate all throughout the day. No, okay. Just say if I'm cool with you, mm-hmm. maybe we decided to take it somewhere else, and uh-huh. then we both decided amicably to stop. And then one of us is like, I can, if I can't have you like that, I'm going to cut off all communication. Well, if we both decided to other- stop. 
But the other person, maybe, and Sean used to do me like that. Oh, my God. Like, if we were getting <laughs> to it in high school, and he's really good with, all right, if we want to stop talking, then let's stop talking. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, but what are we going to eat, though? <laughs> but, like... You're not trying to end it. You're I, just trying to be mad in the situation. No, I, like, if I moment. wanted to be, if I didn't necessarily, at that moment in time, want to be in a relationship, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean I don't want to be able to pick up the phone and, and communicate and with communicate you. With you. Oh, it doesn't have see, to be I'm like, like that. We, we done, we done. Ooh. I do not want to communicate with you. Really? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, I'm going to start to be like I, that. And I don't even care how much I want to communicate with you. Mm -hmm. I won't. I'm just stubborn like that. Uh, I'll, I'm going to learn how to, you're going to teach me how to be stubborn. <laughs> I love that. It's, I'll try. It's a hard thing, <laughs> but hard I'll try. <laughs> but uh, that brings you to insecurities. Insecurities. What you, you think guys, about that? You guys, okay, man, we do understand this. Mm -hmm. Insecurities. Sometimes women have a tendency to, who are you talking to? Put their last relationship on their new relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes. What do. are you doing? Mm -hmm. Where are you going? Nagging. We're going to get to that one a little <laughs> later too. But I get where they said they don't like women with insecurities because that that's, that's really toxic to a relationship. Mm -hmm. What do you feel about insecurities in a relationship? Um... Insecurities is very shaky mm -hmm. because it depends on where those insecurities have come from. Mm -hmm. I was looking at something. I can't remember what it was. Oh, um, Slim in the movie. Slim in... Is it Queen and Slim? Queen and Slim. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We'll edit it. The movie Queen and Slim. Mm -hmm. And on there, she said, like, she, she don't want... To not have flaws, mm -hmm. but she wants you to take her flaws on and be able to basically still love her in spite of. Like, I don't want, because you never know what those insecurities and those that low self-esteem, it could have come from her parents. Mm -hmm. It could have come from her last relationship. It could have come from some mental um, instabilities that she have. You never know. But if you want to be with that person, if you want to love that person, sometimes you have to love them through it. I, I totally get that. I absolutely get that, but I think there is a point where insecurities just completely drive like a man to the point where I don't even want to be bothered because you're not ex you're not expressing, hey, look, I have I've had these traumas, mm -hmm. so I'm trying we? to work it work on it. Why mm -hmm. don't we? Yeah, why why because is it so difficult? It's hard to be vulnerable with everybody like that. You just. Okay. As a woman, for me, mm -hmm. I know I just can't open up to everybody and say, hey, I've had these traumas. Because if the man is interested in knowing who you are, he's mm -hmm. going to say, he's where did notice. these traumas come from? Or he's going to want to know right. about the traumas mm -hmm. and what leads me to wanting to feel insecure mm -hmm. in this situation or feel insecure in that situation. So that's the part that's like... Mm. Right. I get it. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't want to mess with me, if you're not ready for that type of relationship, if I only interest you in one way, yeah. then I get that. Mm -hmm. But if you're coming at me and you want, you actually want to get to know me, then those insecurities are not going to turn you off. They're actually going to turn you on because you're going to have to figure out how you can get me out of those insecurities. Right. I'm and just he's trying gonna to want to help you. you. You feel just... me? <laughs> 
Like, you feel me? How you can get me naked without me being naked. Like, that's going to be a thing that's going to be is. sexy to him. That's sexy. In a, that's why I say vulnerability. I'm just, I'm just saying. Because a man who's vulnerable, he's going to... He's going to feed into your vulnerability. Absolutely. And get you naked without naked. getting you naked. Without naked. getting you naked. So that's a note too, guys, on your um, your insecurities. You mm-hmm. don't like in women. Oh, another thing they said, easily influenced, influenced by outside mm-hmm. friends and family. Ooh. Don't let people in your, your relationship business. I mean, I'm going to be hard. I'm going to be Do I'm you let people real. into your that's, relationship business? I mean, I have... I have Certain friends mm-hmm. that, but I have, I trust those friends that they're, they may give me their opinion, but it's not going to be aggressive. Like you need to leave him. And it's, you're going to be like, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're so hurt. And really we're strong women. We're black, strong women. We're, right. we're not, we're, we're not going to leave unless we're ready to leave. But what we will do is our friends will be like, Friend, you think he just no friend? She ain't just doing it around him just to do it. Uh uh-uh, uh, mm-hmm. friend, there's more than that. Now you thinking like, oh, he fucking that bitch. Let me go and do this. You know, that's yeah. what I think they mean by. You have to have your own voice in your relationship Absolutely. and know who you are. And mm-hmm. if you do, you won't be easily influenced by what Absolutely. other people say about your relationship. Absolutely. So I get that. Mm-hmm. Next one. Yep. Lack of personality. Ooh. I'm with that. Or boring. I, I've seen some dead, per, non-personality-having women. We just talked about and laughing I in a can, relationship. I cannot. I cannot see how Mm-mm. a man can be around somebody that's boring as hell like that. But what is boring to them? I would like to know. Like, I want them to expound. Because I try to yeah. get my husband to go skydiving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not boring. But that's not something he wants to do either. Right, so, right. What? What's boring? Yeah, what's boring? I'm sure it's just a person. Just, just sitting no. around the house. Don't want to go out. Don't want to just you have can't, fun. You, right. You can't. You see how, You remember how you said that um, the storm came, mm-hmm. cut off all your life. We did something and a little impromptu. Y- yes. Mm-hmm. And, but a person with personality wouldn't have been able to come up with that. They wouldn't have been able to thrive and survive in that atmosphere. That's true. That's so I think true. that's what they're saying. When when it's not a fun environment, can this person still bring characteristics that make me light up? That is the key. Yeah. Yeah. Lack so of personality and boring. It's like, I mean, no, nobody really wants to be with anyone boring. I, I don't. I, I like to laugh. If you have me laughing... I'm going to be thinking about you forever. <laughs> if, I say, if I say, hey, you want to go skinny dipping? And you might say no, but I'm like, come on. And come I on. just start taking off my clothes. <laughs> and then you What's have no happen? choice but What's to follow happen? suit. So if I just, We're if gonna I just do get that. fully naked. <laughs> you can't leave me hanging by myself. Right, right. We're both getting in it. I don't care it about no shriveled dick. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the one I like. Aggressive in the bedroom. Lack. Lack of aggression mm-hmm. in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Speak on it. Uh, <laughs> I think we talked about this before. We did. Okay, so personally, I guess I like to be aggressive, mm-hmm. in, you know, in the bedroom from time to time. I did say, oh, on the first episode, I did say that I like an aggressive man. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody you just going to come and pick me up. And, yeah. Yeah, that, that's sexy to me. But I get a man because my husband, he preaches to the choir to me about this. That he want, they want to feel wanted. Yeah. So that's something. That. Yeah, that's something that I think women have to keep. Um, you know, 
mentally scribbled down that they want to be wanted mm -hmm. and what better way that we can show them than in the bedroom than mm -hmm. in the bedroom in their favorite place in the house yeah ask them like hey what what do you like mm -hmm. but um i do i like um when my husband is aggressive with me in the bedroom and i'm sure he likes when i'm kind of aggressive with him too so we get that mm -hmm. you men women understand the men like a little aggression in the yeah, bedroom absolutely but don't be trying to like body slam them and like yeah that that's that's borderline crazy. <laughs> ask him what he yeah. what ask him what what's his limits, mm -hmm. okay? Because you don't want to do something that's gonna make him feel uncomfortable, and then you don't know how to recover from that point. Yeah, just just go and jump his bones. <laughs> just you know, pull it out. Whatever you need to do to keep your man. Now don't don't think, ladies, that's gonna keep him. Right. Because you can turn all don't types pull out of all tricks. Your best moves. Best moves. Well, you can turn all your tricks. That nigga, if he wants to cheat, he gonna cheat. But that's for another episode. <laughs> Next. Okay, so controlling. They said a controlling woman is definitely a turn off to them. What do you think? Um, I would think when I see a controlling woman, it's a turn off for me for them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, why are you controlling? I don't want to wear the pants now. It's one thing for a, a good woman to be behind. A, it takes a great woman to be behind a great man. Uh -huh. But it's another thing to want to be in front of that great man. Like, sit down, sis. Have a seat. <laughs> have several seats. Look pretty. And keep it moving. Like I've not seen women we, control yeah. their men. Yeah, I think that's and it's, whack. It's, I cringe. Mm -hmm. Because I just feel like, ah, Lee, I would never want to embarrass my husband like that. Right. But whatever. Yeah. To each his own. Each but his own. women just... Just have a little decorum. Just know, mm -hmm. talk to him in private if you want to control him, but don't do it in the public yeah, space. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is materialistic. Mm -hmm. Some people might have a problem with this one. Yeah, so what, what do you mean by, by materialistic? Like, um, she never pays to... For, for date nights? Like, is that a form of materialistic? Well, we're just going to assume that they mean, like, they're just all about what you can give me mm -hmm. and not what I can give you or what are you providing for me? So basically you're saying I need to go to a sugar daddy if I want to be materialistic because that's what a sugar daddy is for. He knows right. that he's, he's the giver mm -hmm. and not the taker in the relationship. So these young men are not yeah. for you ladies. Yeah, not for I you. mean, I know this is these a guy's topic, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to help you. We got to help y'all too. We got to help y'all too. But look, materialistic. I, I am a person. I like designer things. I like nice things. Mm -hmm. My husband knows that, but um, I also can do for myself. Like right. I am very educated. I have a, a, a great job. So um, I can do for myself. If I want material things, I don't always have to look for him or ask him right. to provide those things for me. But if you are within a relationship and you're looking to... Um, just have somebody take care of you. Have somebody to take care of you and lock them get down. Get a sugar daddy. Not, get you a sugar daddy. You don't, don't need no don't man that's looking this. for a real woman. Right. Well, not a real woman. I'm, let me take that back. You don't need a man that's looking for a woman who's trying to be kept. Yes. Okay? If you want to be kept, get you someone who's trying to keep you in Absolutely. that way. Absolutely. But other than that, lead, lead a man. Lead. So I get, I get the materialistic. Okay. Yeah. Having too many male friends. I get that too. I do get that. I, I feel like there's no reason for us to have a whole bunch of male friends. But what's unless, too many? Unless those male friends come with him. Okay, that's true because I've had the most male friends that I've ever had mm -hmm. via my husband. And me and Sean has been together forever, so his friends are like my friends. And I think I have maybe two 
solid male friends outside mm-hmm. of my my marital relationship, but all the other male friends they're mm-hmm. just they came they came with the marriage. They did, yeah, so, yeah. I get that. If I had that's... about seven male friends and I'm like, oh, that's 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 my homeboy. Yeah, I'm, no. like, I'm gonna give you a little side eye. I'm gonna be like, girl, which one you fuck? <laughs> Just, just because one of them like you, somebody like you, one it's, of them like you, they looked at you man. in a sexual way yes. or something. Um, it's difficult already for men and women to get together yeah. <laughs> and not have some type of chemistry. Girl, please, that's true. Everybody ain't your homeboy. Mm-mm. I get that, man. We're gonna move on. Too <laughs> many male friends. Okay, a woman that's negative and complains a lot. Yeah, I'm with them. Mm-hmm. You don't want no negative Nancy mm, around mm, you all the time. Mm, if you want to do cute. something and she's and you're like, hey, baby, what you think about this? And she's like, oh, uh, I don't think you should uh, do that. Maybe it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get your ass away from go, me. Go, go sit down somewhere. Now, complaining a lot, I'm not going to lie. I, I could, I think we I all could cross that threshold every now and then. <laughs> I think we all complain a right. little now and again. You know, I think it's because we do so much as women and we look for our, our man to somewhat keep mm-hmm. up. But truth of the matter is they're not made like that. They're not made like us at no, all. At all. So it's our expectations are extremely too high for men. Sorry, yeah. but not sorry. So that complaining, guys, you, st- you still won't get that regardless. Yeah. The negativity, <laughs> we could get away with that. Now, ungrateful? I don't like an ungrateful bitch. I don't bitch. like an ungrateful nigga, yeah. bitch, whoever. whoever. I don't like anybody right. who's ungrateful. Like, be grateful. Be grateful for whatever it is. Even if, like, you don't like something. Just mm-hmm. say a man bought you a purse and you don't like the purse. <laughs> like, not in that moment will you say, I don't like the purse. Please take the purse back. I got a story for that. Oh, wow. Okay, y'all, listen. We're gonna let we, we gotta let her tell the story. Go ahead. I had just gotten the job where we work at. Mm-hmm. He, we had planned this two year anniversary trip to Mexico. Okay. But knowing how training was with the job, we had to cancel the trip. So I was so sad about that. But he still wanted to do nice something nice for our anniversary. So he went and got me a purse. I did not like the purse. That's rough. <laughs> I did not like the purse because I don't like monogram stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's Gucci, Fendi, Louis Vuitton. I have monogram stuff that's expensive, but I, I really don't care to wear it because I, I don't know. Something mm-hmm. about it. I don't like it. He bought me a monogram purse. I did not like it. I wanted to take it back, and I attempted to take it back, and I didn't want to seem ungrateful. Mm-hmm. But I took it back to the store, and it wasn't the store that I intended to take it back to, but let me tell you how God works. <laughs> But I had bought it back to a different store, and the lady was like, oh, my God. She was like, your husband came in here and got this for you, and it's your anniversary. And I was like, how did you know? And she was like, he was so excited. He said you had gotten this new job, and he was excited to buy you a gift. And she was like, he was so excited to get this for you. She was like, do you really want to bring it back? And I say, you know what? I'm going to keep it. And I still wear the purse from time to time. I don't like it because it's monogram. But when she said that, I was like, okay. And I didn't want to be ungrateful, Mm -hmm. so I kept the purse. And I was I was grateful for it, but I didn't want it. Right, right. That particular one. But 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 you but you had the thought behind. Like you thought about it, and you said, I'm not going to be grateful. You have some women out here 
They are just ungrateful. If it's not the way they want it, she'll probably say, "Nigga, take that shit back. Take I don't it want back. this." And I think that's wrong. Like, it is. if a man has really put effort into um, wanting to see you happy mm-hmm. and wanting you to be happy, then you should buy into that effort. Now, I don't think anything is wrong with letting them know how you need to be loved, what you like, right. the things that you like. Babe, I love this. I'm going to wear this. But next time, I like that. Or if you don't want to do that, just show pictures next time. But you know what? I did that. Mm-hmm. And the, the sales lady said, he said you don't like monogram, but he wanted to get you something monogram anyway because it's something that you normally are not used to. And I was like, he told this lady our, my whole Storm. business. That is so But she, it was so she, she cute. She clearly has seen a pic of you as well. Because for you <laughs> no, to walk Well, in. because I told her my husband had got, because he gave me the gift receipt. He said, mm. I know you don't like Okay. This, mm-hmm. but just in case you want to take it back. Aww. So I was going to take it back. And At then he gave you the option to he take did. it back. And she was like, I sold this to him yesterday. It was the same lady who he bought it from. So it was cute. I, I was grateful. Yeah. I love you, baby. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. Whatever. I don't y'all, know. y'all really brought some good ones. Like we just y'all have, did. we have like poor communication. That's always a good one. You know, you, you want to have communication. Men can be, um, Horrible at communication sometimes Terrible. because they don't like to uh, be emotional. They don't like mm-hmm. to be vulnerable. Um, Just say how you feel. Say guys. how you feel. Like if you mad at me, say I'm mad. Like don't just. And don't expect her to be the only person that communicates. Don't say Absolutely. you want a poor, you don't want a woman who's a poor communicator and you're not a great communicator. Absolutely. So that's reciprocated. Um, party girls was one of them. Mm-hmm. I guess once you get older, you don't want girls who are out here in the streets. So don't Just get nobody in everywhere. Mm-hmm. Smoking. Smoking. Uh, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> smoking cigarettes. Not <laughs> that loud, but smoking <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> right. Let's put a stipulation on that. Um, weave was one of them. A lot of yeah. you guys will not agree. Long and old lashes. <laughs> <laughs> Long and old lashes. I'm kind of with you. Like, I mean, I guess to each his own, but you know, the long and the, I've long seen lashes some women who got them little two lashes hanging on. I and know. It's like, why don't you just go ahead and go go to your lash Cause they, lady? Because they don't want to pay the full set, so they're trying to hold on. But she's still gonna make you. <laughs> you got to get it done set. anyway. <laughs> go get it done. Pay the little extra money. And loud, loud. Yeah, they don't like them loud. Somebody look. Somebody said you're a your microwave nasty. They don't like a girl to have a nasty microwave. Oh my gosh! If your micro, if your microwave, if that box nasty, the other box might Ooh, be nasty. Who knows? Maybe dang. that's it was a guy, so maybe that's what he correlated. Maybe to. I, I don't know. I'm so. trying to put myself in the that mind of a so man. That was so funny. We really appreciate <laughs> the guys that yeah, participated. Thank we you hope guys. we held it down for y'all. We tried to be on y'all's side this episode. Don't think it's for long. Right, because we're coming with a part two next you week. Already and we're going to ask the women. You already know. What their biggest turnoffs are in a man. Yep. And I'm sure we're going to have great participation. Yes, and but we're going to consolidate as well. So <laughs> don't think it's we're going to just be right, out Right, because we had bashing. so many. And yes. I was like, dang, y'all taking this personal. Y'all like, did. But we appreciate like it. Them, but okay, thank yeah. you. And we cannot let... October leave us without speaking and bringing awareness to breast cancer. Yes. And you're wearing your pink. I am wearing some pink. You are. A little. <laughs> you didn't even realize. I didn't even know. The headphones are pink. Yes, they are pink. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I this is something that's near and dear to my heart. My mm-hmm. sister is a survivor yes. of breast cancer. So 
um, every October is very special to her and it's very special to me because she's special to me. Yeah. So um, having her here with me is a blessing, but we still have to honor those that um, are not are not here with us. And they, in, in a sense, they won the fight. They get to be in a heavenly place. So mm-hmm. um, as our motivational moment, we want... Sh- to, we want you to take a moment to remember those that um, have survived and those that did not survive. And always keep people in your prayer that yes. um, that they can t- continue to fight the good fight. Um, I have five little tips that hopefully can help you to um, fight breast cancer or cancer in general. Maintain a healthy weight. Eat less red meat. Serve more f- fruits and vegetables. Limit alcohol. Quit smoking. So those are just just five tips um, to help fight um, even the start of breast cancer. Right, and you don't have to do all five at once. No, no, you no. can taper off and just do one at a time, whatever works for you. And just know, you guys, breast cancer does not just attack in the month of October. We're just acknowledging it in Mm -hmm. the month of October. So Mm -hmm. make sure you guys, um, guys, encourage the women in your lives to do their self-examinations at home. Women, please practice doing your self-examinations at Mm -hmm. home. I've started doing it now. I had a mammogram last year. And I know that's kind of early, but we do have a history in my family of cancer in uh-huh. general. So my my um my doctor did um, suggest that we go ahead and do a mammogram, and it was painless. It was like an easy procedure, so don't be afraid of it, and just know that like um who is it? The um, American Cancer Society mm-hmm. suggests that we do mammograms between the ages of 40 and 44. But if you do have a history in your family, check with your insurance to see if you can go ahead and get that done Mm -hmm. earlier. And I know this episode is not going to come out until... It'll be in November, the 1st of November. But um, like we said, breast cancer does not just strike in the month of October. We just acknowledge those who have survived Mm -hmm. and those we have lost during that month. Absolutely. And black women... um Definitely, like Grace said, make sure you are examining yourself. Mm-hmm. All women, black women, we are this, this the disease is more deadly for us. Mm-hmm. So we want to preserve you as long as possible right. because black already don't crack. And we want to make sure that we stay here. Absolutely. Okay, and another thing you guys we want to talk to you about is vote, 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 vote because vote. when we this episode comes out, it <laughs> yes. is going to be Tuesday. It's, it's going to be, be election day. Get your butt so up. Get your asses out and vote. Yes. You will stand in line to go get a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. You will go and sit at the salon. Yep. To get a mani pedi for two hours, you will go spend yep. half of your life in a beauty chair. So go stand in line. You don't yep. know like how long you're going to be in line, but please vote. So go to ballotready.com, go to vote.org, go to iwillvote.com, and those are all resources that you can go to and see where you um, are registered to vote and go see who's on your ballot. And also... Lyft is giving um, a free ride to people who are voting um, at arenas Mm -hmm. and at drop boxes. And this is in Atlanta, Charlotte, Detroit, Houston, and Orlando. So it's up to $15 credit. And if you live in those areas, $15 in a Lyft, that will get you a, a pretty good way. Yes, so. yes, yes, and um, we're so we're so happy at the numbers with our early voting. Yes, like that was amazing. It really shows that this is a very important mm-hmm. election. So we want to make sure that we are 
allowing our voice to be heard by vote, vote, and vote, please. Encourage the people in your life to get out there and vote. Vote like your life depends on it because it our does. lives really do depend on it. Absolutely. Once we vote and we can breathe this momentary sigh of relief mm -hmm. come the 4th. That Wednesday, we can breathe a sigh of relief, but just know that after that, we still got to hit the ground running. Yep. We have to let this new administration know mm -hmm. what we want, what we deserve, and what we expect of them. And be looking for your local elections next, okay? Yes, please, guys. Okay, you guys, so it is your civic duty, your birthright. It is your responsibility as a United States citizen to yeah. get out there and vote and Vote, 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 vote. We can't say it. Vote, 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 vote. All right. Thank <laughs> you guys for sticking with us this episode. Absolutely. We enjoyed it. Yes. We like we love hearing the perspective of mm -hmm. the men, but next week, mm -hmm. just know the women. We coming. We they're coming. Gonna, they're you. gonna give it to them. Oh, already. They are already ready. So if you guys have any questions um, that you want to ask us, just hit us up at ask2dopegirls at gmail. That's A-S-K, the number two, dopegirls at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter, and that's 2dopegirlspod. Um, I'm at graceface with two underscores on IG. And LaDonna, let them know where they can follow you. I'm at Naturally Pretty on IG. Till next time. Two Dope Girls out. Bye-bye. Bye. Dope girl, dope the dope girls. Dope the dope.